expand your mind and enrich your world. It's time for another outstanding podcast from ICRT. Writing about the history or the politics of a place is one thing, but how do you capture the texture of daily life? The sights, the smells, the little quirks of culture that define a city or a region. Well, it's a difficult task, but that's just what a group of Taipei-based writers set out to do with Taiwan Tales, a newly released anthology of short stories all set against the backdrop of Taiwan. Today on the show, we'll be speaking with some of the writers behind these stories to hear what bit of Taiwan they feel they managed to capture in their writing. Our first writer today is an American expat working in Taiwan as a software engineer. My name is Patrick Whalen. The anthology was put together by the Taipei Writers Group, and Patrick says they felt that they could provide a different perspective on life in Taiwan than what's been given before. Most of the books out there are, you know, travel or history or science or something. We wanted to do something kind of unique on this, so we wrote. We all chose to write fiction, which.、Uh, Gives its own form of truth, of course. Even though it's fiction, you still get some kind of human truth in there about the culture or the the、uh, people of an area. Patrick's story centers on a washed-up American baseball player by the name of Roger Jurgensen, who comes to Taiwan for a second chance to play. But this player's second chance gets off to a bit of a rocky start. It was Mr. Wu who came to Jurgensen one afternoon after watching a third disastrous loss. And said they were going out. Wu told Jurgensen to leave his wallet behind. He didn't need any money. Now I think you've at least read about the gentleman's. Patrick says, on top of Taiwan's love for baseball, he was also hoping to put on display the island's culture of kindness. Of course, living here in Taiwan, there's a, a lot of interesting aspects to it, like the people, mostly the culture, and I wanted to try to show that in the story. You know, the amazing. Uh, hospitality of the culture here, and so this I, I, produ- I wrote about this American baseball player who has this problem, and then he comes over here to play, and he kind of finds out maybe his problem through the experiencing the Taiwan culture, the people here. Yeah, right. So I mean, well, I hope it's not revealing too much to say that、uh, this culture and hospitality、uh, in your story it changes this character. So I'm wondering if this is based on personal experience at all. I mean,、uh, do you feel like you've been changed by this culture in any way? I, I think I have. I mean, myself being an American, we're very、uh, a little bit distant and closed off, and maybe don't trust people as much as we should. And coming over here is amazing how、uh, generous people are. They're willing to help you, and even if you just stand there looking like you're lost, someone will probably show up and help you,、uh, show you the way to wherever you want to go. Mm. And do, do do you think that there's、uh, some way that you know having this kind of experience day in day out over time of of being surrounded by that kind of generosity is is there some way that that changes changes people? I would hope so. Yeah, I, hope, I, I kind of hope that I've、uh, adjusted or become more Taiwanese. I, I would say, for,、uh, losing some of my、uh, that that selfishness or、uh, standoffishness that、uh, we Americans have if we're approached by strangers or something. Because you know, in America, we're all driving cars. Here, mostly, I, I take the public transportation, which is much more、uh, convenient than owning a car. And you know, you're closer to people, and so you you have to interact with people much more. And you, yeah, you definitely see that that、uh, kindness and friendliness of the 
culture here. Patrick says he's been writing since college and started taking it more seriously about 10 years ago when he began writing complete novels. So I was curious if he felt that Taiwan served as any kind of inspiration for him. He said, absolutely. There's a, a lot of opportunities here to find material and write about. As a writer, you're always, uh, many writers have, uh, I think, have lived overseas for that that extra input that the a different culture provides them. It's a incredible. You're every day you're learning something, and it's a, a very good experience for writers to live outside their uh, comfort zone or outside their culture because of that experience. The uh, just the things you learn, uh, different aspects about uh, the way people act and you know, work. Now, the writers for this anthology cover a lot of different genres, so we're going to be making a pretty big transition here from a story about sports to a love story with our next author. My name is C.K. Hugo Chang. Hugo is a writer and performer who was born and raised in Taiwan, but lived for 12 years in New York City in the U.S. and only returned to Taiwan recently. He says that he hopes these stories demonstrate to readers that Taiwan is more than just a travel destination. If you live here, you know that Taiwan has a lot to offer. It is, you know, especially at this day and age, it's a pretty sophisticated environment. Um, so, uh, and everyone has story to tell. So, I think presenting Taiwan in a fictionalized format will really present the country in a different light. In his story, Hugo writes about a gay romance that blossoms in Taiwan's military, as the two lovers make their way through their compulsory military service. When the story begins, the protagonist is still unsure whether or not his romantic feelings are shared, and as we hear in this passage, he's afraid to make any advance that could end up outing him to his fellow soldiers. He never overtly promised anything, but his eyes never stopped implying. I try very hard to figure out his obscure coding. How would I begin? Would he step back if I just move forward? Hugo says he wanted to write about the military because it's such an enclosed environment and, well, hasn't really been written about much before in fiction. Even like in the Chinese literature, you don't, you know, a lot of the, a lot of the fictions or short story collections about the military in Taiwan, they are more humor oriented, humor-based. Um, so, generally speaking, I think the the experience that I decided to write about, uh, and it's something, I, I, I think it's a little bit uh, unusual. You don't even see that a lot in the Chinese literature, you know, so I hope that from this story, people can learn a little bit better about how, you know, how people interact uh, in that very specific environment. One thing I found somewhat striking in your story is the fact that the gay characters do face discrimination, but not as much as maybe I would have expected in a military environment, you know. Uh, do you think that there's maybe a, a relative openness here? Um, and, and is this part of the story you were trying to tell? Taiwan is very, I think it's the most gay-friendly country in Asia. And that's actually not a secret. 
you know, my story essentially is about relationship and it, regardless of sexual orientation. But if you want to take it as a face value, I would say, yeah, you'll be, you, you know, um, you'll be surprised how open and diverse and developed the whole gay culture here. Uh, LGBT culture here, yeah. So I think that's really something. If anybody can take away、uh, from this story, is yeah, it's it's a very. I mean, Taiwan is generally a very free and、um, very open-minded country. So you've been a writer in the U.S.、Uh, as, as well as in Taiwan now. Would you say that、uh, Taiwan has has a good environment for for writers? Is, is this a, a good place where you can kind of find the support that you need to to do the work of writing? Short answer: Yes, and I find it、uh, it's even more impactful. I think artists here are more willing to collaborate, to work with each other, to try to find out something、um, that can push each other to go further. Personally, I think that comes from the tradition of this island and the residents of this country and this island is everybody some sort of has some deep anxiety about. You know, we're such a small country. We don't know where to go. We have to go out. We have to open our views. We have to do something、um, to step outside the box. So people are so willing to work with each other. We're going to switch gears one last time. This time to science fiction. Did we mention this anthology covers a lot of ground? The last writer we'll be meeting today is freelance writer and UK expat Jenny Green, who came to live in Taiwan three years ago. Like the other writers we've spoken to, she also says that she believes the anthology can provide a new perspective for people trying to get to know the island. Tyrant Tales is a book for people who are interested, not just in what you can do in Taiwan. It's a book for people who want to see it through the eyes of. Other individuals who have lived here and experienced it. Her story finds us in the not too distant future as the inhabitants of Taipei struggle to cope with the aftermath of a global cataclysm that has torn apart society. The protagonist of the story runs a shop selling the leftover knickknacks and technological trinkets of pre-crisis times, and the story begins with Chang, the shopkeeper, warily viewing a strange customer perusing his store. The man browsed the items for sale, taking things from the shelves and glancing at them before pushing them back onto a different shelf. Computer keyboards, credit cards, kitchen utensils, ornaments, flotsam and jetsam of the pre-peak heat world filled Chiang's shop, and the man seemed to be interested in all of it and none of it. How much do you want for this? Chiang jumped. A young woman stood in front of him, waving a photograph in his face. It was a wide view of Shadar Night Market. Now, while this is a story that's set in the future, you never forget that you're still in Taiwan. My story is really about family. That was the thing that has struck me mostly deeply about having、uh, Taiwanese friends and learning about the culture here. Is how important family is.、Um, so for my story, I just imagined. I usually write science fiction, and I imagined、um, a disaster event, an apocalyptic event, 
and what impact that would have on Taiwan and what would be the first thing that people would try to return to when things started to uh, not go back to normal, but when when civilization started to rebuild itself again, um, I thought that it would be family because families would have been uh, broken up, torn apart, people died. And for me, my story is about exploring that idea of people returning to the deepest roots of Taiwanese culture. And I think for me, family is one of the absolute deepest roots of it. So you guys all came together to start this writers group, the Taipei Writers Group. You know that's where this book came from. Uh, so clearly, you're looking to strengthen the environment for writers uh, in Taiwan. And uh, Hugo's already talked about this a little bit, but you know, what, what, what's your opinion? Would you say there's a good environment for writers here? Oh yeah, absolutely. Amongst the the expats and amongst the local community. People are very interested in writing. They're very supportive of writing. There's just massive interest in the arts generally. And do you have any ideas about why that might be? Do you think it's uh, just because of the nature of expats? You know, that's kind of expats tend to be more artistically inclined, or, or do you think there's anything else behind it? No, I think there's more behind it. I think it's because it's not just expats that attend the group. It's mm. Taiwanese nationals too. Um, I think it it's maybe tied up with um, what Patrick was talking about about to do with the generosity and the openness and the acceptance generally in Taiwanese culture um, that that kind of invades and affects people um, so that their interactions just generally um, in in day to day lives are more pleasant, more polite, um, and it's the same as same thing has uh, entered into the writer's group hmm. so that, you know, we're... So, so it just works better. So it makes it easier to come together as writers? Yeah, I think so. Because mm, um, I guess a lot of it is taking criticism and, and giving criticism, and politeness probably matters a lot. Yes, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Mm. We tend to accept to like just go with the flow, and I think that's that comes from living in Taiwan. Once again, the name of the book is Taiwan Tales. It's got a lot more stories than we could get to today. If you want to check it out, it's available now at many online retailers, including Amazon. And as we've said, the group behind it all is the Taipei Writers Group. They've got a WordPress site where you can learn more about them. That's it for the show today. As always, we'd love to hear what you thought of the program. You can leave us a comment on our Facebook page or rate and review Taiwan Talk on iTunes. You can also leave a comment on the ICRT blog where we've posted a few links about the book. Thanks for listening for ICRT. I'm Keith Benconi.